0: First of all, where's David? First of all, to David and Shui. Where are they? Thank you, thank you. All right. If they're here, upping the game over here. And uh, to everyone for coming. Our yeah. learning tonight will be Leish, Nishmas, Benny. Who are you and Nishmas? The What's his first name? I don't know. Want me to find out? No. Yes, sir. Right. <coughs> the Torah introduces... <laughs> the, uh, the Torah introduces the mitzvah of with the word Zos Kukas This is the uh, statute of the Torah. And Rashi explains in the name of the Medrish that that's because the Umas HaElam are going to... Um, Challenge Klal Yisrael to explain how could it be that the same process that is uh, metahir tamei makes people who are tamei tohar could also be matamei toharim It itself seems to be uh, inexplicable. It's uh, in, uh, internally inconsistent, and Klal Yisrael will not be able to explain it. And therefore, Kaddish Baruch Hu um, uh, precedes the mitzvah paraduma by describing it as a Zois pukas hatyra, that this is a, a decree. From, uh, from HaKadosh Baruch Hu and uh, we have to observe it even though we don't necessarily understand uh, the reason uh, for the mitzvah. However, the Torah doesn't just say Zos Chukas HaPara, this is the Chaik of Paraduma the Torah says Zos Chukas hatara. this is the Chaik, the decree of the Torah and that implies that it doesn't only apply to the mitzvah Paraduma, but rather this is introducing us really to all of the mitzvahs of the Torah, defining all of the mitzvahs of the Torah and that is uh, that they, uh, to a certain sense, uh, are decrees and we have to observe them, even though we don't necessarily understand uh, the reason uh, for the mitzvah. However, the Maral, in the Sefer for the takes this uh, in a somewhat uh, different way. Uh, not only does it uh, mean to tell us that we have to observe the mitzvahs of the Torah, even uh, if we don't necessarily understand the reason, uh, in that sense, they're decrees. But the Maral claims that they are decrees in the sense that a Kodesh Baruch who didn't uh, implement them or impose them for a certain reason or purpose, in order to accomplish a certain goal or objective, Rather, Kodesh Baruch Hu imposed these mitzvahs as gzeros, as uh, decrees that we have to uh, observe, even though we don't necessarily understand the reason. That's highlighted by the mitzvah Paraduma, but really it applies to all of the mitzvahs of the Torah that Kodesh Baruch Hu didn't implement them for any specific reason or objective or to instill a certain value. Rather, Kodesh Baruch Hu implemented them as uh, gzeros, as decrees that we have to observe, even though we don't, uh, there really perhaps wasn't a reason. Uh, why they were implemented in the first place. And he brings us a proof to this uh, position from the Gemara and Brachis. The Gemara tells us in a mission over here, Ois Gimel. If a person is davening and he says to a Kurdish Brach, Oimar Yagi Rachamecha, that just like a you have on the mother bird, and you make us chase away the mother bird before we take the eggs, so too you should have Rachmanas on me. So the Mishnah says, Meshaskin such a person, uh, we silence him. We don't let him continue on with his tefillah. Why not? Why is this uh, offensive? So the first opinion of the Gemara is, on the second line, Because he's highlighting the fact that Kodesh Baruch made a mitzvah just for the benefit of the mother bird, not the mother deer, or the mother uh, cow, or the, the mother sheep. It's just for the, ma- for the mother bird. And uh, it seems like a Kaddish Baruch, you're implying when you say, just like you have Rachmanus on the mother bird, have Rachmanus on me, you're implying that Kaddish Baruch who favors uh, the birds over all of the other species uh, uh, in creation. So it, it doesn't uh, reflect positively on the Kaddish Baruch, therefore it's offensive. However, the second opinion is, <laughs> you're implying that Kaddish Baruch imposed the mitzvah, of hakan, to chase away the mother bird, uh, before you taking the eggs, because he has Rachmanus on the bird. And that's not the reason why Kaddish Baruch Hu imposed such a mitzvah. Rather, the reason is, it's a xerah. it's a decree from a Kodesh Baruch Hu. That's it. It wasn't imposed for any objective, to accomplish any moral principle. It was imposed as a xerah, as a decree. Why would a Kodesh Baruch Hu do that? So, Rashi explains in that Gemara, it's in order to highlight... Uh, our obedience and our servitude to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that we have to follow his decrees even if they might have been imposed without an obvious reason. The Rashi says, That's the nature of the mitzvahs, is the Gzerois from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Maral, in the Deferris Yisrael, uh, understands it again somewhat differently than Rashi. The Maral explains that the reason why HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us all of these Gzerois is in order to give us opportunities to connect with HaShem not because each one accomplishes a certain mission or objective or value but rather, they're all opportunities to connect with Shem by following his Gzerois and he understands that that is the pshat in the Medrash and Pashas Lechacha which is uh, highly debated but the Medrash tells us over here, why does a Baruch Hu care does the Kaddish Baruch Hu does a Baruch care if you shech from the nape of the neck, which is the back or you shekht from the front of the neck, which is the front, you know, the, where the Simani uh, and are, which is where we shekht from, does it matter where you shekht from? Uh, you know, Is one more ethical or moral, or does, does this do anything for a Baruch Hu? So the matter says, no, it doesn't. Why then uh, do it, uh, is it legislated? Why then do we have a mitzvah of specifically from the front, menat sav, or not menat oiref? The only reason we have these gzeros, we have these mitzvahs, is in order to give us an opportunity to connect to Hashem so that's what the morale says, that's what the mitzvahs are for that's the, the vehicle, the, the, mitzvah, the purpose of the mitzvahs is a vehicle of connecting uh, with HaKadosh Baruch but not in order to accomplish any mission, or goal, or, or for any reason, or objective he claims that that's also uh, the uh, meaning of the often quoted Gemara Masech Tismakis where the Gemara says, in the name of Rebbe ben Akasher Rats HaKadosh Baruch the Baruch wanted to do us a great favor. So what did he do? He gave us so many mitzvahs. So you know what most people would argue? It would have been a greater favor if you had... Well you said, Benny wants less mitzvahs. Benny would like less mitzvahs. So if you, if you had less mitzvahs, it would be much easier. Look, to do 613 plus, it's much easier to do 10. If it would only be a list of 10, it would be much easier. So why, how did Kedosh Baruch us by? Uh, do, how did he do us a favor by giving us more mitzvahs? So Rashi explains that the meaning of the Gemara is, it's only me- meant to comment on those mitzvahs that we would have done anyway. For example, we're not, you know, hopefully we're not going to kill, we're not going to steal, we're not going to eat shkotsen and our masim, we don't drink dam. So Kaddish Baruch Hu didn't have to uh, formulate these, articulate these, or legislate these as mitzvahs. We would have done it anyway. So Rashi says that Kaddish Baruch Hu was mezakehah, he gave us mitzvahs to do things we would have done anyway. Now, not only are we doing what's, let's say, morally correct, but now we also uh, accrue reward for the fact that we're listening to our Kaddish Baruch That's how the Rashi interprets a Gemara. You're so, assuming Mitzvahs have reasons. The Maharal claims okay. the Mitzvahs don't have reasons. No reasons. They're all zeroes. Paraduma is all of them are just zeros. So paridumah, paridumah is, is decrees it, is it for no specific reason, no reason. So that's what Rashi disagrees and Rashi says no, no Rashi is not going to interpret the Gemara like the Maral but the Maral is going to interpret this Gemara in that light as well but Rashi saying I'm asking just on this Gemara what, what do you mean what favor did you do me by giving me more Mitzvahs so Rashi says because I gave you now for all the things you would have done anyway you were going to do those things anyway and now I gave you reward for them because the Kodesh legislated them as mitzvahs, not drinking blood. You weren't going to drink blood anyway. But, yeah, but it's you know why you're doing it. There's a sparrow <clears throat> Yeah. Well, you're what? jumping. Maybe maybe there is. Maybe there isn't. No. Menorah, <laughs> sukkah. Yeah, so what, but what's your tent, point? It's a sparrow for it's a fuck Finished. That's it. What oh, okay we're getting there, we're getting there, we're getting there. The Rambam interprets this Gemara differently. I don't know, I don't think you're correct. But the Rambam interprets this Gemara differently. The Rambam of the Parish of Mishnah, 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 interprets this Gemara to mean that the Kodesh Baruch gave us so many opportunities to do mitzvah. See, every mitzvah a is not going to excel in. Some people are good at this, some people are good at that. Everybody has their area where, where they excel, but you don't necessarily excel in every area. Most people don't excel in every area. So if a Baruch only gave us ten mitzvahs to do, they might not necessarily hit on my specific talent, why I can invest and create a relation with Hashem, but from the fact that Rambam who gave us 613 plus uh, mitzvahs to perform, so everybody says the Rambam has some mitzvah. We're there going to excel and we'll speak to them. And again, the Rambam seems to here be advocating for specialization in mitzvahs, meaning you have, everybody has that one mitzvah, which many svarim talk about, that idea of finding that one mitzvah that speaks to you and in investing more heavily, obviously you have to observe all of them, but in investing more heavily in that mitzvah than in, than in the other mitzvahs. So Rambam claims that's the zechus, that's the favor that Hashem did, is by giving us so many avenues, everybody can have such a, you know, a... Uh, Uh, spectrum of mitzvahs, everybody can find, a pallet of mitzvahs, everybody can find that mitzvah that speaks to them. However, the Maral claims uh, that uh, the Gemara is teaching us uh, a different principle, and that is that uh, there are no reasons for uh, values uh, for which uh, the mitzvahs were uh, implemented in order to accomplish. It's all just different ways of connecting with Hashem by fulfilling His gzeroys. So says the Maral, the more gzeroys we have, the more uh, decrees that we can follow of HaKadosh Baruch the more we emphasize our obedience to Hashem, and the more we have a way of uh, of elevating our existence by connecting with Hashem. But that's it. That's the whole <laughs> purpose of the mitzvahs, and that's what it means, the fichach hirbram mitzvahs, because now we have more avenues of connecting with Hashem. What about the mitzvahs that come through a story. Yeah. Yeah, we'll to you. yeah. so it's, you're saying so that implies story, it has... has meaning. The moral claims all of the mitzvahs have no meaning. The moral says it doesn't mean to say that you don't accomplish something. You don't accomplish some objective by performing the mitzvahs. Let's say person uh, doesn't steal, so he does accomplish uh, a social justice, and he's 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 acting in a moral fashion. So you do accomplish something along the way, but says the Maral, and that's included in Darcheh, Darcheh Noam, he claims, but that's not the reason why Kaddish Baruch Hu instituted such a mitzvah in the first place. So there might be a fringe benefit, if you will, you know, you accomplish something, you gain something, there's some social benefit or, or personal growth benefit, but that's not why Kaddish Baruch Hu legislated them. And then they would all be transmitted the same way, right? Same. So there might be or there might not be. There might be some, you know, benefit to you, or some to a lesser degree. <laughs> If tefillah is a mitzvah midareisa, which is a big machlekes but yeah, if tefillah is a mitzvah so it's based on the puzzle of the B'chol Levachem. The idea of the Ovos who are establishing different tefillahs might be that the Ovos kept the Torah before it was even given. But that's not why Kurdish created a mitzvah, was so that I should have some opportunity, you know, to get out my wish list. The, the, the moral claims, again, it's not where we're, it's foreign to us, but this is the moral's position, is that the mitzvahs were given as decrees any benefit that you derive along the way was not the, the reason why it was implemented. So all, all are theirs? That's what the Maharaj claims. <laughs> uh, the Gemara says in Brachis, Kodesh Baruch Hu didn't make all mitzvahs, mishpatim, chukim, he doesn't draw such distinctions. Yeah you're working with the other Rishon doesn't draw these types of distinctions and for that reason, according to the Morale, there really isn't any purpose in trying to delve into well, what is the reason for this mitzvah that's not the reason why it was implemented anyway they're just xeros of a Kaddish Baruch Hu and this is perhaps echoed by the tour the Torah writes in Simen uh, Kuf Pe'alaf, and the Simen dealing with uh, shaving, uh, destroying the corners of the beard, rounding off the corners of the head. So the Ramam says the reason why you're not allowed to shave off the Pe'as HaRai, or destroy the Pe'as Hazakan is because that was the practice of the Oevdeva, the Chavim, and in order to distance us from their practice, the Kodesh Baruch will prohibit us from doing these things. So the Torah claims, no, you don't have to say that we don't need the reason for the mitzvah we have to do them either way whether we know the reason or not so what's the real purpose of speculating as to why Kaddish Baruch Hu would command us and to do a, a, one mitzvah or the other so that's the position of the Moral: is that he takes the Gemara and Masech des Bruches, uh, quite literally that all the mitzvahs of a Kaddish Baruch Hu are gzerais there might be benefits along the way but that's not why Kaddish Baruch Hu uh, implemented them or imposed them upon us The Maral notes already and he acknowledges that he is uh, disagreeing with uh, Rav Rishonim. The Rambam in the Maranavuchim uh, disagrees quite strongly. In fact, he puts down, he quotes this position and he mocks it. But the Rambam's uh, position is that uh, all of the mitzvahs were instituted for a specific reason. And that's highlighted by the fact that the Torah tells us here or there, uh, in many instances, reasons for the mitzvahs. For example, Pasek says you shouldn't take uh, a bribe. Why shouldn't you take a bribe? Well, the Pasuk says, be nice to the geir. Why should it be nice to the convert? Yeah. So there are many mitzvahs where, many, close to 20, where the Torah gives us the reason for the mitzvah. So that implies that uh, perhaps all of the mitzvahs have uh, reasons. If that's the case, why doesn't the Torah tell us then uh, all of the reasons for the mitzvah? So the Gemara actually asks that question. The Gemara Masechet Sanhedrin, a from a asks, "Mivnei Ma Galu Tame Hatayros." You know that that implies that there are reasons for the mitzvah by virtue of the fact the Gemara asked. Well, why didn't the Torah tell us all of the reasons for the mitzvahs? And the Gemara explains it because there were two mitzvahs uh, where the Torah did tell us the reason, and they got abused. The first mitzvah is uh, that both apply to the king. Shouldn't have too many wives, so you're not lead his heart astray, and he shouldn't have both in Parshat Shoftim. He shouldn't have too many uh, horses. He's going to bring us back to Eretz Mitzrayim. So Shlomo uh, Amalek reasoned that neither one of these, uh, you know rationales applied to him, there was no fear he was going back to Mitzrayim, he didn't think he was going to be swayed by his wives, and therefore uh, he uh, abused these mitzvahs and uh, he violated them. Felt it didn't apply to him since he understood the reason. And of course, uh, he fell uh, prey to both of these two concerns, his wife did lead him astray, and he ended up uh, did going back to Mitzrayim. So that's why the Gemara says that the Kaddish didn't tell us all of the reasons for the Mitzvahs, lest that they, they get abused. However, it clearly does imply that there are reasons for the Mitzvahs. And that's why they were implemented. And this is, again, by the fact that the Torah does tell us here or there, he, you know, in different instances, the reason for the Mitzvahs. The problem is, what about that Gemara and Bruchus that we began with? The Gemara says, for Persons Davin, and he says, just like, it, uh, Baruch Hu, just like you had Rachmanus on the mother bird, have Rachmanus on me. So the Mara says Meshaskin we, we silence him, either because he's Mato he's highlighting the fact that Kaddish made a mitzvah for the benefit of the mitzvah, the mother bird and not the uh, other species. And the other reason is because he's implying that Kaddish only made this mitzvah in order to have Rachmanus on the mother bird, and it's not. Ain't an El-Xeris. So the Rambam claims, you're right, this issue is debated by that Gemara. One opinion the Gemara held, like the Maral. the mitzvahs don't have any reasons. And they're just zeros, decrees of an opportunity to come close to Hashem, or to, uh, to give significance to all of the, the different things that we do in our lives. The other opinion the Gemara was that they do have many reasons. And that's why the Gemara had a different reason why Mashaskin Oise, where we silence him, is because he's Matokinabimai Sabrashis. And the Rambam claims, we Paskin, this is a and in the Gemara. We pasken that the mitzvahs uh, do have reasons. Okay, that's how the Rambam uh, sidestepped that Kemar Masechle's However, the Rambam does concede to the Maral that the only time that, the, you know, there were reasons as to why uh, the general mitzvah was implemented, let's say Shabbos, right? The Kaddish Baruch who created the world in six days, he rested on the seventh. So there's a reason for the mitzvah of Shabbos. Can that reason account for all of the ins and outs and the details of how to make tuna fish on Shabbos? or, you know, uh, every uh, nook and cranny, the minutia, the nitty-gritty of every different halacha can be uh, fit in, you know, somehow contribute to that overall theme and reason and objective? The Ram says no. The minutia of every mitzvah don't necessarily contribute to the overall theme and reason. There's a reason, let's say, uh, for the, you know, mitzvah of sitting in sukkah, but does that account for all of the different nitty-gritty uh, halachas have how the sukkah has to be made in the Dalaminim? No. The rabbi uh, concedes that point of morale, that those are just xeroy's and that's what the Medrish is referring to in ois Dalin, when the Medrish says does a kaddish baruch who care if you shecht minat min mina oireif the details of shechita kaddish baruch doesn't care. Those are just zeros, those are just decrees. And again, he would side with the maral here, that those are just to give you an opportunity to come close to Hashem, to uh, more opportunities to bring uh, uh, our connection with the Kaddish Baruch to the uh, daily activities of our life. But the minutiae of the halacha don't necessarily contribute to the overall theme, and there isn't necessarily a reason as to why those uh, the nitty-gritty of every mitzvah uh, was implemented, other than the fact, or instituted other than the fact that it's just zero. The Ramban... Uh, in his comments on parasha's kiseitz and the mitzvah of Shilu HaChakein also agrees with the Rambam he disagrees with the Maral, Maral acknowledges the fact that he's disagreeing with the Ramban uh, but the Rambam's opinion is, like the Rambam, all of the mitzvahs were instituted for a certain reason a certain purpose, to accomplish a certain goal and the Ramban disagrees with the Rambam, he says even the uh, details of the mitzvah even the nitty-gritty, all uh, contribute to the overall theme whether we understand it or we don't necessarily understand it, but they all contribute to the overall theme. So he disagrees with the Rambam vis-a-vis the details of the mitzvahs. The Rambam holds the details of the mitzvahs like just xeroys. The Rambam holds they all contribute to the overall theme. But then the Ramban also disagrees with the Rambam and that he feels that the reasons for the mitzvahs are not um, so the Baruch Hu could accomplish uh, certain objectives in this world. Rather, they are not for our Kaddish Baruch Hu's sake. They're all for our sake. And that's how the Ramban interprets that Gemar and Baruchas perhaps in a much more satisfying way than the Rambam who said it was a machlekes and we pask in one way and not the other. The Ramban ins- interpreted that Gemar and Baruchas to be saying uh, that you're not supposed to in your tefillah say, Kaddish just like you had Rachmanus on the mother bird, have Rachmanus on me. Kaddish Baruch Hu is not having Rachmanus on the mother bird. Kaddish Baruch Hu doesn't need to have Rachmanus on the bird. That's not uh, something that Kaddish Baruch Hu feels the need to express. Is his mercy on the mother bird. Ra- and that's what the Gemara means to say Baruch Hu is no, he doesn't owe any debt to the mother bird that he has to have Rachmanus on the mother bird but From a Kaddosh Baruch perspective, they're gzerahs However, says the Ramban, the mitzv of Shiloh hakain is given to us that we should become uh, compassionate people It's for us, what the Gemara means to say is it's not for a Baruch it's for us But it was given for a specific reason and that's what the Medrish means to say as well. The Medrish and Oizdal, which everyone is uh, you know, interpreting in their own way, the Medrish which says, Does the Kashbarakhu care if we shack from the neck or do we shack from the nape, from the front, from the back? All of the mitzvahs what only given in the Tsar of Benesabrios. So the Maral said, All the mitzvahs are just zeros. So there's no reason. Kashbarakhu doesn't matter. The Rambam, the Rambam said, There's a general theme of the mitzvah, but the details don't really contribute to the overall reason and objective. The Ramban says, what the, what the Medrash is teaching us is that every detail was only given not for a kaddish Baruch Hu's sake. meaning he has no need for us to shecht from one side of the neck or the other. It was given for our own benefit. But each uh, detail of the mitzvah does contribute uh, something to the overall theme, whether we understand it uh, or not. Uh, it does contribute somewhat. Even uh, the chukim, the, R- the Ramban claims, all have uh, reasons. No, no difference between mishpatim and chukim here. They all have reasons. Even uh, the Chaik of paraduma, the paradigmatic chaik, has a reason. How do you know? Because the medrash, Tanchuma, writes over here on the passage at the beginning of this week's parasha, Ve'yichu eilecha paraduma. Kodesh tells Meishu Rabbeinu, you should take for yourself a paraduma. So the medrash says, Kan Shmuel says, "I revealed the reason to you, but not to others. You should take it for yourself. I revealed the reason to you. But what is the obvious implication of the Medrash that there is a reason? Shlomo Amelch didn't know it. he didn't know it. Klal Yisrael didn't know it, but Moshe Rabbeinu knew the reason for Paraduma. So all of the mitzvahs have uh, reasons, even if we don't understand them, and even all the details." Uh, accomplish something in the, in the sense that they, uh, they, they benefit us in one way or the other by improving us as individuals. Whether we realize how it improves us or not, uh, there is uh, many levels uh, in terms of the reasons, for, even for the details of the mitzvah. So that's why the Rajbah writes in the tshuva, and it's not surprising the Rajvah is a Talmud of the Ramban, that even though the Torah tells us, why do we have Shabbos? Right? We have Shabbos, because who created the world in six days, rested on the seventh. So the Rajput says you can never say unequivocally, or, or, or uh, you know, I know the reason for Shabbos was because the Kaddish created the world in six and rested on the seventh day. Because that doesn't account for everything. It accounts for, let's say, the overall theme of Shabbos, but not for all the nitty-gritty minutiae details. So the claims there's many levels of meaning in every uh, one of the actions that we do, whether we can uh, see it or not, it's there. And this position of the Rambam and the Ramban, that there are reasons for the mitzvahs, which is uh, the way we're traditionally uh, taught to think, there are reasons for the mitzvahs, the Torah tells us to give in many instances what the reason is, uh, that uh, this position, that there are reasons for the mitzvahs, are not just zeroes, that uh, Karish Baruch Hu decreed upon us, even you know, without uh, there might be benefits, but uh, without for, for for no reason and no objective and not to accomplish any specific uh, goal, we we assume like the Rambam and the Ramban that it was uh, implemented to a, a spe- accomplish uh, a specific goal, a specific uh, objective, and for a specific reason. And this position is highlighted by the opinion of Rab Shimon. Reb Shimon's position is throughout Shas that Darshin on time of that if we have a mitzvah that was given to us, we can speculate to what the reason was. And regulate uh, the application of that mitzvah based on our speculative reason. For example, look over here on the third line. I'm sure we've come across this. you've come across this in uh, different places. but the, the Gemara over here, Misscecles San quotes the about the pusock in Parshus quisese, the Southvo Begadalmana. You're not allowed to take as collateral for a loan from a widower her garment. So Yehuda assumes that applies whether she's wealthy or whether she's uh, poor, she's indigent, you're not allowed to take, as a moshkin, clatter for a loan, uh, garments from an almana. Ripp Shimon says, no, you know why you're not allowed to take the garments from an almana? It's because if she's a poor woman, she has one night garment, one day garment. So every day she's going to have to come, give you back her day garment, take her night garment. Every morning, give you back the night garment, take the day garment. It's going to look very uh, suspicious Have the woman dropping off her clothing by a, a third party every morning and every night. It's, it's, it's people are going to rouse suspicion. So therefore, uh, Rab Shimon says, that's why the Torah prohibited taking a beggar of an almana uh, because if she only has one night garment, one day garment, every day she's going to have to come back and switch the garments. So it's going to look bad. So Rabbi Shimon says, but that's only by an almana anita, but an almana Ashira. The, the concern doesn't exist, and therefore, Rav Shimon held that if it's an almanashira shira, you can't take a garment as collateral a alone. So, we happen on that on that issue, we, the Rambam paskins, <inaudible> we pass like a behuda, darshin in time of the cross. However, the Rambam, in other instances, paskins, darshin in time of the cross. We do follow the opinion, of, why is there only Rav Shimon, by the way? Why is there only Rav Shimon who's darshin in time of the cross? the... the, the Divrei Chaim claims that it's because Rup Shimon understood the Sisrei Torah, this is Shimon by Yochai, understood the Sisrei Torah, so he was able to uh, plumb the depths of the Torah and see the reasons. Anyway, but there's another instance where the Ramam does passing like Rup Shimon. For example, look at that Kemar and Sanhedrin is discussing the, uh, a different Easter in the Torah that applies, we mentioned before, that applies only to the king, that He shouldn't have too many wives, uh, lest they lead uh, his heart astray. Now here, the Torah gives us the reason. So even Rabbi Yehuda says, what's the reason for the mitzvah, for the easter of having too many wives? It's going to lead his heart astray. says Rabbi Yehuda, what if their wives, uh, these, are not, uh, these are wives who are going to support him. They're going to be like mashkiach. They're going to make sure he you know, does all the mitzvahs. So they're not going to lead him astray. If anything, they're going to help him. The more wives, the more mashkiach him will have, you know, in terms of what he should be doing. So that's not going to lead him astray. If anything it's going to help him. So Rabbi Yehuda holds if they're supportive wives, that they're not going to lead him astray, so then he can have even more wives. Because the Torah told us the reason. What's the reason? They're going to lead you astray. If they're supportive wives, they're not going to lead you astray. Then you can even have more uh, than uh, than uh, you can even have more than the requisite or the limited uh, amount of wives. Rip Shimon says just the opposite. Shimon says I would have known the reason on my own. Why can't you have too many wives, lest they lead you astray? I could have figured that out on my own that the wife is going to be, be trouble. So. Uh, so then, why did the Torah bother to tell me the reason? To teach me that even if it's one who's a danger of leading you astray, you can't marry even that one. Certainly, though, even if you have many who are supportive, you can't marry many wives. Because I would have said, if the Torah wanted me to be able to marry many wives who would be, going be, who would be supportive, and wouldn't be a danger of leading me astray. The Torah could have just said the mitzvah on its own without giving me the reason. From the fact that the Torah goes out of it and gives it away and gives me the reason... Uh, From that I can derive that the reason should not apply, and it's only coming to to teach me that if you have one wife who's in danger of leading you astray, you can't even marry that one wife. And here, the Rambam paskins the other way. The Rambam paskins like Rav Shimon, that you can never have more than 18 wives, the king can never have more, which is how many wives? You can never have more than 18 wives, even if you're not in danger of being led astray, and even if it's one who's in danger of leading you astray, you can't marry her. That's like Rav Shimon, that there's time of the crow. The Ram contradicts himself. The Ram contradicts himself about this issue in another place. Another, this is Nagea, much more uh, Lamaisa. But the Gemara says in commenting on the Poshach, in Parsons of Eschanan, when you enter into Eretz Yisrael, you're not supposed to marry one of the seven uh, members of the seven nations that inhabited Eretz Yisrael at the time of Yeshua Benun. You're not allowed to marry them. <coughs> Who is that referring to? It's only referring to the Shiva Umois. It's only referring to the Shiva Umois. So, why not? Because the apostle says, they're going to lead you astray. Because they worship the Vedas they're going to lead you astray. So the tour claims, and this is the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, the Torah apostles like Rabbi Yehuda, that that's only the Shiva Umois who worship the Vedas What about intermarriage with a woman who's not an Oved Vedas Zara? Is that included under the Easter of Sizchatim B'am? Rabbi says no. The only reason you're not allowed to marry her is she's going to lead you astray because she's going to worship Avaydazara. she'll lead you, you, you astray. She's going to take your son away too. Someone even be Jewish. So that's why you're not allowed to marry her, but even more than that, because uh, she worships of What about nations that don't worship Avaydazara? the Zohar? She's not going to lead your son down the path of Avaydazara. Not included in the Pesach. Rav Shimon says, just the opposite, Rav Shimon says, I could have figured out on my own why you shouldn't marry the Shiva Umois, they worship by the Zorah. Why does the Torah have to tell me the reason, Ki has Bin Chamei Choray, to teach me? From any one of the Umos Ha'Elam. there's an Easter of intermarriage Midoy That's Rav Shimon. Darshin in time of the Quran, that's how the Rambam Paskins. You can't marry Midoy uh, any one of the Umos Ha'Elam because of Loise's Chat and The Torah holds Midoy by the way, intermarriage is only Midoy by the Shiva Umois. Midrabbana and is all the other nations of the world, but the, the Rambam held like Rabb Shimon, all the nations of the world are doyraisa like Rabb Shimon that Darshin in time of the Quran. However, the Rambam in another instance disagrees. Contradicts himself again. Look back. Look over here. Oysid <laughs> Aleph. The Gemara says <laughs> the Soito that the pasuk says Veshbiya Oysa Hakoyin. The Kain makes her take a shvua before drinking from the waters. So Vishbi'a <laughs> Oysa implies that she's by herself. What if we want to have, like, you know, uh, economical, we don't want to destroy the name of the Baruch many times, we put it into the water once and we'll be moshka many sotas all at once. So Gemara says, you can't do that, because the apostle says, Vish oisa she has to be by herself. She has to be by herself. So, Behuda holds you can never be moshka many sotas at once. So, Shimon says, what's the reason you can't be moshka many sotas at once? Because we want them to admit it, that they did it. If they did it, we don't want her drinking from the Maimah because the, 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 the consequences are catastrophic. We'd rather her admit it. So we're afraid if you drink, ma- force many scientists to drink at once that each one is going to be emboldened by the denial of the other one. This one says, I didn't do it. So what's she going to say? <coughs> I did? She's going to say, well, I also didn't do it. And uh, nothing happened to her, nothing's going to happen to me. So that's why Rup Shimon says. That's why you can't be Mashka two scientists at once. Because one is going to be emboldened by the denial of the other. W- what's the difference? What if you have a woman who's a nervous Nelly? See, it's obvious that she's nervous. She's not going to be emboldened by the denial of the other one. So Shimon says, and you can be mashka, two saitas at once. And here the Rambam passes like be Yehuda, that you can't. You can't. So Rambam back and forth. Does he possibly like Yehuda? Does he possibly like Shimon? Certainly sometimes he possibly like Shimon. Because the, uh, the Rambam held, a king can't marry even one wife who might lead him astray. And the Rambam held all not only the Shiva Umas, but he darshened all of them. Whereas other cases, he didn't pass on Grip Shimon. So the Chazanish claims whenever the Rambam felt the Svar was com- compelling, the reason was compelling, he passed on darshin in time of the korah. When it wasn't compelling, he didn't pass in darshin in time of the Kroh. This is a better answer for the Rambam. But either way, the Rambam sometimes passed on in, in time of the korah, sometimes not. But from the fact that even we sometimes accept uh, darshin in time of the korah that implies certainly that the mitzvahs uh, perhaps, like the Rambam, like the Ramban, that all of the mitzvahs uh, do have reasons. And Taisus uh, writes to himself that even Rabbi uh, huda who didn't hold that like Shimon that you can't regulate the application of a mitzvah based on the reason, he did hold that you should investigate and delve into the reasons for the mitzvahs. Because the mitzvahs do have reasons, and we should, uh, since they were implemented for a specific reason, to accomplish a certain goal and purpose, we should try and uh, do our best uh, to understand it. And that's the way the Rambam writes in Hilchas Mi'ilo. The Rambam, at the end of different sections of his halochas, uh, becomes more, uh, uh, more, more philosophical, so the Rambam at the end of Hilchas Mi'ila, of all places, has a discussion of this issue, and he writes, wherever you have a mitzvah that we can understand the reason, we should do our best to understand it, to derive the ethical principle for which the Torah is trying to, uh, to, to uh, for, for us to, to integrate, in, in order to accomplish. We should do our best to understand it. However, the Rambam says, even if you can't understand it, obviously, at a certain level, all of the uh, the mitzvahs uh, are Xerois. The Xerois of the Kaddish Rambam, even if we don't understand them, uh, we have to uh, observe them nonetheless. Not because there wasn't a reason, like uh, the Maral said, there is a reason, but even if we don't understand it, we don't understand it fully, uh, to, we still nonetheless have to observe it uh, as a Baruch even though we don't understand it. And I believe that that's how the Rambam understood the Pasuk over here at the beginning of Paschal The Pasuk again said, introduce the mitzvah of Paraduma Zay Schukas HaTairah. This is the Chaik of the Torah. So it's not only the Chaik of Paraduma; it's the Chaik of the Torah. So and Maral said, what this is coming to teach us is, all of the mitzvahs have no reasons. They're gzeras of a Baruch Hu, there might be you know, benefits along the way, they weren't implemented for that purpose, and uh, all of the mitzvahs of the Torah are really just gzeras. And uh, that should be our perspective. However, the Rambam and the Ramban disagree that there are reasons for the mitzvahs. What then is the Pasuk at the beginning of the parasha teaching us that even if we don't understand the reason for the mitzvah, we don't understand the chukim, we don't understand the reason for paraduma. How the same process can be mitaher tohem as well as matami toherim, and nonetheless, uh, we still have to uh, we still have to observe it with the same uh, with the same uh, dedication that we would the mitzvahs that we do understand. Does Rambam satisfy those those like paraduma? Does he come up with reasons? Yes. Some of them he speculates. The speculates many reasons. Perfect. Problem is, in this week's parasha itself, we have a reason for paraduma. What's the reason for paraduma? Rashi says. To be from the Egel, Yavo aim, and to The mother should come and clean up the mess of the child. So the Beis Halevi has a fantastic explanation. The Beis Halevi suggests that that's not a reason. That's not a reason at all. What was the Khait that Klausel, just emphasized the point even further, what was the Khait that Klausel did at the time of the Khait Ha'egel? They said, Where's Moshe Rabbeinu? He hasn't descended. They wanted some religion that they could uh, relate to in a tangible fashion. So, basically, he says that was their chayt. So, therefore, they created uh, their shortcoming. They created uh, an egel in, 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 instead of Moshe Rabbeinu. So, what is machaper for the chayt egel is that we do the mitzvah of uh, of paraduma. Why? Because we perform the mitzvah even though we don't understand it. Uh, that itself is the greatest. The greatest. Uh, the greatest uh, Kapara for the Chita Ego where we couldn't do the mitzvahs unless we understood them, unless we had some sort of tangible fashion relating to a The whole mitzvah Paraduma reinforces the notion that we do the mitzvahs even though we don't understand We should do our best to try and understand the mitzvahs, but nonetheless we have to remain committed to them, uh, even if uh, even if we don't understand. Okay. Uh, so Wait, so